Hi, everyone. So glad you can join us for episode two of Wake Up to Life with me, Carol Sirabisi, relationship consultant and licensed marriage and family therapist. In this episode, let's talk about how we might handle the way the world is changing in the healthiest way we possibly can, in a way that could help us to grow into the richness of our lives rather than getting stuck in the misery of fear. As a psychotherapist, I meet with people all week long to talk about them. That's my job, to listen to others process their own experiences. Rarely is it about me, which is how it should be. Yet lately, a lot of people have been checking in with me. How are you, Carol? How are you handling the craziness of the world we're living in right now? And how do you handle listening to and hearing about other people's stress and emotions about COVID and the world without having it bring you down? You might think that this is a burden, but actually it's quite the opposite. Honestly, it's helpful for me to hear about all the challenging things that are going on for people because it helps me to remember we are not alone. We are all being challenged right now. It's not just me and it's not just you. We may have different circumstances, certainly we do, but no one is immune to discomfort right now. For you, it may be that you're struggling to keep your business afloat or your relationship is being pushed to its limits. For some, their personal and professional identities are being stripped away. And we're all dealing with the uncertainty about the future for our kids, our country, and the planet. It's frightening to not know how long we will have to sit with the confusion, the ambiguity about living our lives. Anything that we have relied on for Comfort and safety is no longer reliable or predictable. What once was familiar cannot be counted on any longer. Now, some of us, when we are confused and feeling vulnerable, have the ability to take matters into our own hands and make plans and take actions to change the situation we're in. Yet, even those of us who are typically action takers are finding ourselves stuck. It's not always clear what our plans should be or what actions we need to take. It's not unusual when we're unsure of the next step that we look to leaders to guide us, to show us the way, to model how we should be responding. Think about it. When you're on a plane and you hit some scary turbulence you look to the flight attendants for an indication of whether your own perception of reality is accurate or not. We hope to see them steady, taking care of business, answering questions calmly, measuring their responses with confidence and compassion as they help us put our seatbelts on, remind us where our oxygen masks are, as they get themselves also buckled in and prepared for what is to come. If this is what we observe, we may feel scared, but we feel reassured. We trust their actions and trust their guidance and we follow suit. We stay calm, we put on our seatbelts, 
and, our and adjust our O2 masks and ride out whatever is coming our way. At this moment in time, however, it's as if we've heard an explosion, felt some turbulence, smelled some smoke, and are looking over to the flight attendants for guidance and reassurance, and they're nowhere to be found. All we see are other terrified passengers in their varying states of reality. Some are panicking out of control, running around looking for the flight attendant to tell them what to do. Where are the flight attendants? What's going on? I, I don't know what to do. Some may be grabbing at other, other people's oxygen masks because they believe the one they have won't be enough. Pulling at other people, people's seatbelts, terrified that theirs is not working properly. Some are in denial that the plane is going down ignoring the smoke. Their headphones are in, listening to music, or they're working on their laptop, or even trying to engage the passenger sitting next to them in a conversation. And then there are others, others who recognize that something serious is happening. They accept reality. They accept that there was an explosion and the plane is going down. So they make sure their seatbelt is fastened. They pull down and adjust their oxygen mask. They look around to see if others need help and then they help them. They know all of this because it's inside of them. They've heard this before. They tap into the knowledge they already have and then they breathe. They plug in to their higher self, their higher power, their knowledge that although they cannot control the situation, they can choose how they will experience these extreme circumstances they are being faced with. I imagine that we all aspire to be this last passenger. So the first step once we recognize the danger, is to accept reality. Yet, how can we be realistic about our situation when the information we're receiving from the experts and our leaders is conflicted and confusing? We're hearing so many voices saying so many different things. They're so loud. Voices of politicians, of scientists, of experts, of the media, of our neighbors, whose voice should you listen to? There is another voice. It's the quiet one. It's yours. Use your intuition. Trust what you know in your gut, in your heart, in your soul. This is a time now more than ever, to honor your own inner voice. Take whatever information truly resonates for you, absorb it, digest it, and then take whatever precautions you need in order to feel safe. It doesn't matter what the passenger next to you is doing. This is your life. 
Your experience is yours alone. This is you putting your oxygen mask on. When you feel solid, then reach out to others. And that may mean reaching out to loved ones and trusted others to allow for the fear and the sadness in each of you to flow, to not pretend, to accept reality and let the feelings flow. Your ego may try to protect you from the depth of your feelings. It may keep you guarded and strong, but your soul needs to breathe to live fully. And the walls of denial and compartmentalization when overused can snuff out the flames of your life. Remember, your sadness and your fear are healthy responses to loss and uncertainty. They are natural aspects of your essence. And always remember that whether others are available to sit with you or not, on a deeper level, you are not alone. You are connected to everyone and everything and the universe and life itself. Years ago, I used to travel a lot. I lived in San Francisco and I'd fly to visit my family in New York all the time, no problems. After my daughter was born, however, (laughs) getting on a plane took on a very different meaning for me. Suddenly, the fragility of human life became crystal clear to me and I became fearful in a way I had never been before. Taking off and landing, which used to be exhilarating to me, turned into moments of absolute terror. And flying through what pilots euphemistically call bumpy air created waves of panic I was unfamiliar with. I found myself during one flight with terrible turbulence, praying for comfort. And I landed on this affirmation. God is with me and all is well. Now, don't get tripped up in the word God if that doesn't resonate with you. It could have been the universe is with me, life is with me, source energy, spirit. It really doesn't matter what the word is. It was the feeling of being connected to something greater than myself that I tapped into. And that gave me comfort. I wasn't trying to convince myself that the plane wasn't going down. I had no idea of knowing that. I was, however, reminding myself that whatever happened, I, capital I, the highest part of me, would be okay. Yes, even if the worst happened. In this knowledge, I found peace. The external circumstances hadn't changed, but I had. I felt connected. I felt safe in the feeling of that connection. I became still. There was no guarantee that the plane wasn't going down, but I tapped into a feeling that the truest part of me, yes, my essence, my very 
consciousness is infinite and ultimately okay, even if the plane plunged into the ocean. I became clear. I would breathe into whatever my experience would be. I would accept it with grace and with gratitude. I understood that despite how alone the human aspect of me felt, the being part of me was one with life. And that wouldn't change, no matter what. I got through that flight without taking an Ativan. <laughs> so I bring this experience to my current life. I'm not immune to the waves of sadness and fear. Certainly. This week, lately, I too have had a couple of sleepless nights tossing and turning, worrying about myself, my daughter, my loved ones, my community, the world, our future. Long ago on nights like these, I would have gotten lost in my despair, in the dark, literally and figuratively feeling alone and believing that the light doesn't exist. Instead, now, I wrap my arms around myself. I do. I cry. I ask life to comfort me. And I feel the comfort of God is with me and all is well. I remember that the light is there even if I can't see it, even if I am swimming in my pain. Again, nothing external changed, but internally everything did. I allowed myself to feel connected. Feeling connected opens up possibilities for hope and possibility and optimism. And on nights like these, as I plug into this connection, I do drift off to sleep. More often than not, I wake up the next morning with more clarity, more optimism, and sometimes with new inspirations of how I can share my essence with the world. This podcast was one of those inspirations. So, my beautiful friends, allow your tears to flow. The sadness won't kill you. In fact, letting it move through you will help you tap into the richness of being fully you. Watch how you will be guided and inspired when you are open and you feel connected. The world needs your essence now more than ever. So shine your light and wake up to life. It's here waiting for you to fully step in. Until next time, I am sending you so much love and light. Bring it into your world as well. If you would like to have your questions answered by me personally, you can record a voice memo and email it to me at info at consciouschoices.net. And maybe we'll feature it here on our virtual office hours during one of our future Wake Up to Life podcasts. And if you like what you heard today, please make sure to like this episode.
share it with your friends, and follow or subscribe so you don't miss a single episode.